with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We had so much on the go today. What didn't we talk about that we meant to? I'm just trying to remember. Hmm. I think we got it all covered, maybe. I had turkey dinner this weekend, which was interesting. Why? My mom. She didn't get to make her turkey dinner because we had Thanksgiving at my house. Oh, she okay. said, like, well, I got to cook a turkey. So she cooked a 20-pound <laughs> turkey for herself. Amazing. Wow. Wow. We had turkey at the birthday party uh, that we were at, and uh, it was so good, too. Turkey it, slices? It was like, no, it was like smoked turkey. I don't, it was just so good. I don't Ooh, know. Ooh, that sounds good. I was trying so hard. I'm trying to be on that low-carb thing now. And then somebody made, my sister-in-law, Sharon, who's an incredible cook, made these, like, this rice salad. And I just love the rice salad. Was it just rice with soy sauce on it? And it had like little shrimp in it and stuff. No, but it was, I don't know what. Do you like shrimp? I, you know what? That's one of the only fishes <laughs> I like, but apparently they're high in cholesterol. So I don't Of course know. they are. I Aww. don't know. Fun loss thing. And then Jack made pickle soup. I did. Yeah. Go figure. The pregnant woman was craving dill pickles. Yeah. So I made dill pickle soup. I made banana bread. I made some lactation cookies. I'm ready for baby's arrival. Hmm. It's amazing how fast the milk comes. What does the lactation cookies taste like? <laughs> They're very oaty. Um, there's lots of brewer's yeast in there. There's steel cut oats. There's flax seeds. So they're pretty healthy. So they'd be good for anybody, right? They would be really, like, you're not going to lactate. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to lactate spontaneously, but they're not a good doughy chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> this isn't a, like, mm, sweet tooth. No. This is, right. this is like, I'm eating these to help my body. Okay. It's like, I, I shouldn't compare. I'm not going to say it. No, <laughs> Do not. it. Do huh? it. Well, no, they... The, the the mama cows for the milk they eat the grass and yeah. so this is like this the grass is like for, my grass and I'm not comparing like I'm not comparing like you know what I feel like a cow it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and cows eat grass you know why they eat grass all day because huh. grass has no nutrients in it so okay. that's why they have to eat a ton of it oh okay fun oh, fact but the know. oats like your cows don't get a lot of stoned oats no. <laughs> yeah. cows also have four stomachs oh true. I well, I really have two stomachs right now. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm catching up. And I'm close. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning at 5.53. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. Periods of light snow ending this morning and then a risk of freezing rain, a high of two degrees. This news update is brought to you by Value Park at Edmonton International Airport, locally owned and operated. Book online at flyeia.com with promo code PARKLOCAL to save 30% at Value Park. Well, Sportsnet says sports are supposed to unite people, not divide them. So it has decided to cut ties with Hockey Night in Canada broadcaster Don Cherry. During Saturday night's Coach's Corner, Cherry called immigrants, you people, and claimed newcomers don't wear poppies and therefore don't support veterans. It was a huge win for the Eskimos over the weekend. They are in the Eastern Final on Sunday in Hamilton, and the Oilers are hoping the moms are good luck once again tonight in San Jose when they play the Sharks. And parents rejoice, and kids at heart, Disney Plus is out. It will cost you $8.99 a month or about 90 bucks a year here in Canada. But what can you expect? Well, your kids' favorites like Finding Nemo and Moana, as well as a handful of recent Marvel films like Avengers Endgame. Now, something very special happened on Jeopardy last night. A contestant didn't come up with the right answer per se, but said all the right things. Did you come up with the right one? No? What is we love you out? That's very kind. <laughs> Thank you. Cost you $19.95. You're left with five bucks. Okay. Did you come up with them? There you oh go. Oh my gosh. Okay, we'll put the clip up on our Facebook page. It is so adorable. You just see Alex getting choked up and you're just like, oh. And that guy is 
more yeah. than anybody. He's a pro. Yeah. For him to crack yeah. up, like, you know. Yeah. It, no, it meant kidding. something. Uh-huh, for sure. And a reminder that we are giving away Big Valley Jamboree tickets three times a morning all week long, and that includes right away with the too early for a question question. It's your chance to see one of the awesome headliners this year, including Dallas Smith, Eric Church, and Dirk Bentley. That's coming up in five minutes. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The too early for a question question this morning is 780-421-1039. Norm is, uh, well, experts say that doing this earlier makes you happier. What is it? Well, I got two ideas, but I am thinking it is buying all your Christmas presents. Oh, my gosh. You're so close, Norm. That was my guess, but, Norm. But, but We're both wrong. But it's, it's not buying your Christmas presents, Norm, but it would make you happier. Mm-hmm. More relieved. Yeah. Exactly. My right? family, we we agreed on the weekend to not do Christmas gifts this year. Whew, what a what a great feeling! Wow, really? Same with my uh, yeah. my wife's side. They said no, we're not doing gifts anymore. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, it is the best. Well, I kind of want something. <laughs> you don't want to. You want to receive. You don't want to give. Then my wife reminds right. me that we spent like a thousand bucks on gifts. Like, take that money and buy yourself something. Hey, Norm. Thanks, buddy. No problem. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, again, experts say that uh, doing this early makes you happier. I'm thinking uh, putting up your Christmas decorations. Oh, already. my gosh. What a great idea. Hey? Yeah. You I know, would say so. Yeah. Tyson, time to get the boxes out of the basement, bud. Yeah, you're yeah, about to get happier. Exactly. That's the right answer. Oh, perfect. Decorating for Christmas. You got yeah. it. You got awesome. it. Perfect. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are I- your lights up yet, Tyson? Uh, not yet, but uh, we're going to probably do that here soon. Yeah. Yeah, this is the week, buddy. Looking by the forecast. Yeah. Yeah, right. I know. It's supposed to be beautiful. Get her done and then start looking forward to the long weekend in August because you're going to Big Valley where Dirk Bentley, Dallas Smith. Uh, Eric o- Church. Eric Church. They're all going to be playing in many more. And you've got weekend passes. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. You're welcome. In fact, you can actually even talk a person into helping you by saying, hey, I'll take you to Big Valley if you help me put my lights Good up. Idea. Yeah, I got somebody that's probably willing to go. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Congrats. Thank you very much. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Apparently, uh, putting up your Christmas decorations earlier makes you happier. We said, well, when did you put your Christmas uh, decorations up, or have you done it yet? Amanda texted and says, good morning, guys. My tree and decorations are going up this weekend. I have a son who loves Christmas. He's eight years old this year, and the magic may only be here for a couple more years. So I'm taking full advantage of the chance to decorate early. Get it. Yeah, absolutely. Another text. I always wait until after Remembrance Day to respect the veterans, and it holds the wife off a little longer than she would like. There you go. I feel like I'm seeing that more on social media, is that people are posting about loving Christmas so much that they're putting it up early, and they don't care what anyone else thinks. Yeah. I don't remember seeing people admitting how much they love Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I legit have PSD. What is it? PTSD. That's the word. PTSD. From From my childhood. Oh. Like, it was the worst when mom said, okay, get the Christmas decorations. Yeah. Oh, no. You have to go to the crawl space. There's about 85 boxes. She gets so anxious that she was missing one particular decoration. Yeah. Like, go down again, find it. <laughs> I just, oh. And what time of the year would this be? Like August? Yeah, you were t- probably next week ish. Yeah. Yeah. Early December, yeah. late November. See, we were always first week of December. Us too. When we were growing yeah. up, it was like that was when we could get the Christmas tree was that first weekend of December, right? But it makes sense. I mean, why not? We got to embrace it. Look at it out there. Like, you were real tree people. It's hard to find real trees at this time of year. Why? I actually was looking because Bobby and I for the last couple of years have gone 
gone to the Forever Tree Farm, which yeah. is about an hour outside of town. And it's the last week in November is that they open and we can start shopping. Yeah. By the way, when we were growing up in Thorsby, it was real easy to find a tree any time of yeah. the year. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. They weren't in a lot. It wasn't a farm. No, they weren't in a lot. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, yeah, of course, it's been a couple of weeks uh, since November began, and it's Movember, and it's an important uh, thing. What do they say, bros? Do something for your bros. There's a really kind of a cool, catchy thing now. I can't remember what it is now. You guys are growing them. You don't know? Yeah, bros, bros, bros. Do, what? Do something for your bros down belows, or no, that's well, that it. ain't it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's some kind of a funny catch. Not a fun. It's a, it's a catchphrase. Basically, it's for prostate cancer awareness and, and also, uh, you Is know. Is it your dough will save a bro? Maybe. <laughs> I don't think so, but that one works too. That's on their website. Okay. Uh, anyway, it is Movember, so uh, you grow these mustaches and you raise money, hopefully. Matt and I are both doing just that right now. How do we look, Jack? Hmm. She hates facial hair. Let's keep hair. going. <laughs> she hates facial hair. Who looks better? And I know it's not me. <laughs> no, she hates facial hair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> but we're doing it for all the right reasons. But here's the thing. My uh, my wife is not a fan. She likes the beard. She's like, no, I don't mind a beard at all. And she uh, She's fine, fine with that. But she does not like the mustache. And so she said, just last week, she said, Every time you talk to me, I just, I, I can't take you seriously. And I, I just, I hate it so much. I hate the mustache. <laughs> Have you, you've ever had a mustache before? No, I'm not intentionally. No, 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 I wouldn't just wear a mustache. I've had goatees. I've had, I've had soul patches. I've had <laughs> beards, but, uh, goatee. The only reason. Have yeah. you had a chin strap? No, no, I, no, I got too much chin for a chin strap. But, but anyway, she's just, she just, I can't stand the mustache. She understands why we're doing it for this Movember thing, but she says, I can't even look at you right now. I'm just disgusted. <laughs> and that's just, Jack, you're always disgusted by facial I'm hair. I'm not a fan. And my husband grows a mustache yeah. a few times a year just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> he looks great though. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> my wife this weekend said, yeah. have you seen Chris's mustache? <laughs> oh. She's like, he looks so good. Really? She loves the <laughs> mustache more than anything. I wonder why. Did her dad have a mustache? He's got a, like a beard. Yeah. Which is, she Matt, goes crazy. We might I have, look so disgusting. She's like, I love your mustache. We might have to switch wives, Matt. I don't know. <laughs> they, they call that what, wife swap? I think they do call it <laughs> Try that. Try it out. Just for November. Yeah. <laughs> just for, just for no- the end of the month. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Jack just doesn't like it at all. It doesn't matter. Any facial hair. But what's the one that makes you the angriest? The stash? I think the mustache, but when it's wispy, yeah, I'm just like, oh, like the Laddie McDonald, awful, <laughs> yeah. awful. I am in that category. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you feel when I had the old curly mustache? I don't like the curly. No, but I'm talking about like when you're just like the prepubescent mustache. Yeah, yeah you've got it going on right now. <laughs> I'm pointing at but my nose right now. It's just yeah, you're I'm like not. a wannabe. You kind of got it, but you kind of don't. All right, uh, what about you? What is the facial hair that disgusts you the most? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You could text us at one. 103939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Movember is here. That means the mustache and the facial hair and all that kind of stuff. We're asking the question of which uh, facial hair kind of gets on your nerves. For Jack, it's all of it. Yeah. I just, I wish I liked it because beards are so in right now. But yeah. yeah. It's the one trend I can't commit to. So have you ever had your hand in, like, run it through a beard? No. I don't know. You got to try it. <laughs> I can't Matt, do it. Matt's feeling himself right now, in case you wonder. Uh, what do you think, Tammy? What makes you angry when it comes to facial hair? When people have really bad brows. Oh, my gosh. 
like the you know the, like the old Russian guy, the like, unibrow, yeah. the Eugene oh, yeah. Levy. <laughs> yeah, that just drives me banana. Yeah, I got to do. I think a little bit of uh, um, uh, uh, maintenance between the two of them because they're turning into one. <laughs> my last haircut, she legit took her comb, yeah, threw my eyebrows oh, and yeah. trimmed them up. Oh yeah, that. Oh, I do that to my husband too. I'm like, sorry, dude. I get that in the eyebrows, the nostrils, and the ears. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Half hour for hair, half hour for everything else. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What gets you going when it comes to facial hair? What's the thing that just uh, you're not a big fan of with Movember officially here? Uh, my wife was just like, I don't, I just can't stand the the, the mustache. And then I've just found out that uh, Matt's wife's a big fan of my loves, mustache. So there loves you go. the mustache. She loves facial hair. Yeah. There's a couple that... You know, she doesn't like. She's not yeah. a huge fan of the goatee. Yeah. And I personally am not a fan of the pencil thin chin strap. Uh, do you yeah. still do that? Oh, yeah. You see it once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of goes around the, the yeah. It, it, you know, like the thin from it, ear, it, jawline. It defines down. the jaw if you got a jaw, right? It, well, <laughs> yes, but I also think it it is a distraction from jowls. Yes. One hundred percent. That could be it. Okay. I don't know. I find if you have a really big mustache, it's so intimidating. Yeah, like it scares you. Like, like Wilford Brimley, Sa- Sam Elliott. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lanny McDonald. Yeah, yeah. I'm scared of them. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about having a mustache, and I'm reminded of it about every time I grow mine because I've had a curly mustache before. Yeah, is eating. And your nose hairs. It's just so aggravating because it's always rubbing your nose and you get hair in your mouth too. It's just ugh. It's hard to scuba dive and snorkel. Wow, yeah, you I can't get a good really s- selling this mustache. <laughs> seal on my mask. <laughs> All right. Uh, 780-421-1039. What uh, don't you uh, like when it comes to facial hair? Gary. Uh, the only thing that bothers me is the whole soul patch. Yeah. Mm. How come? Well, it makes me feel like the guy can't even go anywhere, any more hair anywhere else except for Right there. Right under his chin, huh? Yeah, it's just like you want to above his chin or hair, but yet you really don't want to actually have any more hair than that. Let yeah. me tell you about a picture that yeah. Chris has in his office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got the biggest soul patch. I know. And then a few inches below that, a puka shell necklace. <laughs> it was a style. It, yeah, if you were 12. It was a different time. And if a 12-year-old can grow a soul patch, that's impressive. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jed. I said that uh, through kind of relatives of mine, I found out that uh, Blake Shelton was hunting in southern Alberta uh, this weekend, and uh, there was a family that was just kind of minding their own business. They get a knock on their door on their ranch, and Blake Shelton opens the door, and uh, they're like, hello. Hey. And he says, hi, I'm supposed to be here to eat. And they said, no, not here. You got to go down the road to our neighbors. But they still were just absolutely shocked that Blake Shelton showed up. And we're like, you know, how crazy is that? Jed, you actually saw him in Lethbridge on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. We were, I was down in Lethbridge hunting as well this weekend with my cousins. And uh, yeah, we we're just sitting there at uh, Brown Social Hall. And my one cousin looks over. He's like, is that Blake Shelton? <laughs> and uh, yeah, sure enough, he's yeah, sitting right there. So I'll go up, talk to him and... His manager, oh, he doesn't have time for many picks, obviously. But, yeah, nice guy. He sat and talked to us for a couple minutes. He didn't think we would get that from based on what his manager said. But, yeah, it was pretty cool. How, how big is he? He's a giant man, well, isn't he? He is an absolutely massive human being, and you don't quite realize it until you're, like, standing next to him looking up. <laughs> I know. I know. i got pictures beside him. I'm six feet tall, and I look like Danny. <laughs> you look tiny. I look like Danny DeVito, right? What was he oh, drinking? I, I don't doubt it. The guy Water. Me, and I'm not small myself, so it was pretty, uh, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you're in Lethbridge at a Browns, and you're not like, 
you know, you expect to see maybe uh, the yeah, mayor of Lethbridge. Like, the last person you think you're going to see is a world-renowned country music star yeah. while you're just down yeah. there hunting, right? Matt asked what he was drinking, and the answer to that is lots. Like, that's <laughs> that's probably the reality. But he said he really likes hunting in Alberta, huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Like, he tries to come. Uh, well, I don't know if he makes it down every year, but he said it's his favorite spot to come when he can. So uh, yeah. I don't know how you do it when you're big uh, big famous guy but yeah, yeah he, he's down here he didn't have gwen with him did he <laughs> no no that would have been pretty funny gwen and lethbridge i can only imagine she likes the canadian brew house she's not much of a browns right, person. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast Someone is going to win tickets to Big Valley. Two weekend passes for all three incredible days with, uh, again, the big stars, Eric Church, Dallas Smith's headlining this year, as well as Dirks Bentley. So it's going to be cool. Jack, tell us about your weekend. One of us is going to be telling a fib, figure out which one, and you could win. I had a very busy weekend. I was so happy to have an extra day off to get everything done around the house because nesting has hit the Sweeney household Majorly, what I have, is nesting? I will. I'll give you the definition because I looked it up. I'm eight and a half months pregnant, and nesting is the act of preparing your home for your baby's arrival, often fueled by big bursts of energy late in pregnancy. They say animals do it, and so do humans. You get the urge to get your nest ready for your newborn. So it started with my closets because obviously newborns care well, about Well, and that closets. you're going to give birth in a closet. You're going to lay down a towel <laughs> like a golden retriever and appear with the baby. We are, uh, I have a new collaboration that I'm very excited about. And so we had to get all of our closets prepped. So I had to do all of that. I had to clear every single piece of clothing out of the closets. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? We have to get these monitors set up. I can't, I, I forgot that I don't have any extra cameras. So I looked on Marketplace for these cameras that work with our discontinued <laughs> monitor system. Yes. Found two of them, got a great deal, hooked it all up. So now we have cameras all around the house. And then I decided, oh, that's not enough. I think I should do some baking because I'm probably not going to have time when the baby comes. So wow. I made... 200 cookies, three loaves of banana bread, and giant uh, batch of dill pickle soup. Wow. Kennedy's just in her room trying to open the door. It's locked. <laughs> let me out. Let me out. <laughs> she did help with most of this. All right. Wow, Matt. This is going to make what you did seem pretty, pretty lame. I mean, well, I got up early and looked out for my kid. He's the opposite of a nester. Right. I, yeah. Well, oh, no. I like being in my nest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, our highlight of our weekend was uh, Sunday. We went to the Royal Alberta Museum. Mm-hmm. First visit there. And we went with um, a group of people. It was a birthday party. Carter. Carter's first birthday. Yeah. We hung out. Busiest place on the planet. Then afterwards, our little baby contingent. There was like four of us. Yes. <clears throat> with our babies. <laughs> went to Boston Pizza. And, you know, Bo likes his noodles, so we decided, let's get him the spaghetti. I was a little worried, because babies tend to be messy. Yes. This kid got covered in spaghetti. That sounds about right. And And you just let him go. I basically had to roll him in the snow to get him clean. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, I had a lot going on, too, nesting between snow blowing twice and everything else that was going on the weekend. There was so many great things that happened. But the highlight for me was going to watch my great-nephew, uh, Austin uh, play hockey on uh, Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. And uh, they were playing in Devon against another team. They're Adam players. And at one point in the game, one little Thorsby kid goes in and he's playing up against a white court kid and they kind of got hooked up and they they both fell down. Okay, the puck's going back the other way and this little Thorsby kid goes and grabs the white uh, court kid's stick because it went flying. 
grabs it for him and gives it to the kid on the other team when he's playing. Really? And I knew this was driving the hockey parents crazy and the hockey coaches, but I'm like, this was like the coolest thing I've ever seen because when you, at the end of the day, after going through minor hockey with your kids and realizing they're not going to be Connor McDavid, you're like, those are the kind of things you want to see, like sportsmanship and yeah. stuff like that. Did so, you throw out your sciatic standing up, giving him a standing ovation? I was standing in the corner already, but I thought it was... If I would have caught that on video, it would have gone viral because it was great. I did so, see a, a video of the exact same thing over the weekend. Hats off to that kid, and uh, you know what? That's what minor hockey's all about. One of us is telling a fib. 780-421-1039. Which one for Big Valley tickets? This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Time for who do you trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? All right, Kathy, let's figure this out. Uh, was Jack nesting? Was Matt's little guy so dirty at Boston Pizza after the spaghetti he had to wash him in a snowdrift? Or did I see something pretty amazing with uh, two little guys uh, playing hockey on the weekend? Who's lying? Matt. Matt, are you lying? I am lying. Because? Yay! Bo had some ba- Pandera or Pantera bread or whatever it's called. Pan- that's not Pantera. <laughs> Pantera bread, it's metal. But, uh, no, his friend Carter was the one who had the spaghetti. And it was a mess, huh? He got, I've never Ooh. seen a kid. That, he was loving Ooh. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember those days. Yeah, sucking it up, the spaghetti through his nostrils. That's just the <laughs> best. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, we're talking about the fact that Blake Shelton just randomly shows up in Southern Alberta. Not randomly, he hunts down there, loves it. He uh, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, you know big celebrities come up uh, to even our area and do some hunting too. Well, so. I mean the Rocky Mountain area. I know lots of people have been out there. Yeah. What do you think he's hunting? Whitetail, hmm. moose, elk. Can you <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of no. elk in the rolling yeah. plains of Southern Alberta. Oh, yeah. But I, I've been wrong before. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> like, I, I guarantee you we'll get some text with that answer. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so then Blake Shelton shows up randomly at a ranch house uh, by accident. They get pictures with him. He meets their family. Then our buddy Jed calls. He talks about the fact that he saw him uh, at the, the Brown Social Hall in Lethbridge. You said you had a great story about your dad. It's so funny. I was about 10 or 12 years old, and we were vacationing with our best friends, the Stowe's. Mm-hmm. So Bill and Brian were two men out on the town. They were actually in the hotel lobby I think in California and they saw Heather Locklear and the way they came running back to our hotel room like giddy little boys saying we saw Heather Locklear. Of course they had calendars of her. And they talked about it the entire trip. I remember my best friend Jessica and I were like oh we're so sick of hearing about (laughs) Heather Locklear. And did they say anything to her or just like played it cool? They ran away I think. Remember my random story about, and this isn't kind of by accident, but it kind of is, but when the orders were in the playoffs a couple of years ago, when uh, all of a sudden Donovan McNabb, who's one of the the, the, the biggest quarterbacks in NFL history, sat beside me. What, you he's, know, a, he's a great quarterback and for a, big, a long, long time. That's great big neat. guy. But my favorite part of that story was the guy that was sitting in front of him. Um, he just assumes he's getting recognized because he gets recognized everywhere. Even I knew who he was, right? And I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest NFL fan. And the guy in front of him asked if he could have a picture. And uh, he went, okay, sure. So then he went to like kind of pose with him. He said, no, like I need you to take the picture of my wife and I. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. The guy had no clue who he was. But uh, anyway, one final call before we go. We go into Camaro's, go to Edo of all places to grab some lunch. And we're standing there, put our order in. And I hear the door open behind me. I turn around and Toby Keith walks in behind me. Whoa. (laughs) Double meat yakky soba. (laughs) Two spring rolls. My son's 11. He loves Toby Keith. That's why he wanted to go. He's been been to seven BBJs in 11 years. Wow. He loves BBJ. 
and he wanted to go last year because of Toby Keith. And I said, buddy, that's Toby Keith right there. And my wife's trying to talk me out of it. She's like, no, that's not him. What's he doing, Gerido? Sit down, and I'm looking up pictures on my phone, trying to show because he's wearing a golf shirt and a, and a baseball cap, and he's, you know, he doesn't, doesn't look like he does on stage, right? And he's gigantic, and he's hammered. Yeah, he's probably... I don't know, he's probably 6'5", something oh, like that. Oh, he's tall, he's, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. when that he's call like, for oh. Ito comes, <laughs> yeah. go. So finally, my son works up the nerve, and he goes walking up to me. He says, hey, are you Toby Keith? And he stands up tall, and he looks around to see how many people are in Ito. He's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> wow. No way. Was your son so excited? He was so excited. We got some pictures with him, and everything Aww. was great. Wow. I made Edo before for lots of people, but never told that me. Is, that's cool. And you know what? And, and and he's so gigantic, he definitely ordered sumo size, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Is he a double sauce guy? Uh, I think yeah. so. Oh, get four scoops. <laughs> I love this sauce. You know what? Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.